now. Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. Welcome to the Best Bits Podcast. It's Jack here for more Radio Breakfast and we've put together our favourite bits from the past week. You know, the moments in the show that made us laugh. So enjoy and make sure you join us live every morning on more radio from 6am. Tom, Lou and Jack. The Best Bits. Even more Radio Breakfast. More Jack, you've just given me your prized possession. Hey, listen, it's not my prized possession and my two kids. And my, I can't say my wife because then in 2020 <laughs> people go, she's not your possession. Yeah. But you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Listen, I want you to have that. I can't make your wedding next year. And I've just given Lou, for years I've had a, 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 a kitchen cabinet knob from Elvis Presley's ranch. It's called the Circle G Ranch. My friend Andrew Hearn gave me. And I've just given it to Lou. I want you to put it in your kitchen in your marital home when you get married. Yeah, but I, it's your... It's your. I can't deprive you of your favourite knob. <laughs> you haven't, right? My favourite knob is sitting in the studio next to me. <laughs> oh, get lost! <laughs> <laughs> Points at me. (laughs) You you can have my second favourite knob. (laughs) Thank you. What an (laughs) honour. Team, I have signed us up for something. And I think you'll like this. This is great. And I've genuinely done this as well. Okay. I've submitted the application oh, this very morning. Oh, goodness. Why? You can't do that without telling people, man. No, it's fine. It's fun. Um, Iceland's tourist board. I'm talking about the country, Iceland here. <laughs> right. Iceland. I'm Franklin Road, Portslade. Come on in. Iceland's tourist board wants you to submit your screams of frustration to them for what they're calling... Scream therapy. This is to help people all over the world alleviate any stress that they might be holding on due to the coronavirus pandemic. And the tourist board in Iceland are encouraging people to let it out. So anyone feeling frazzled with lockdown are being invited to uh, relieve them their stress by screaming into their phones and you send the audio, the recordings to them and they will play them on big speakers that they've set up at seven remotely located areas across Iceland. Okay. Uh, There's areas across volcanoes, a bit of forest land as well. Don't scare the bears. So I asked you yesterday to... Scream into your voice memo app on your phone and send it to me, did I not? Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't say what it was for. No, and this is what it's for. I was quite understated on mine. If I knew it was going to be in Iceland, I would have given it more well. Yeah, echoing around a volcano. Our voices are going to be projected across the wilderness in Iceland. I, I There's something quite... I don't know. It's is there a prize involved? Is there a prize involved in this? No, but, yeah, but to me, we're not. It's not a competition where you can win a trip to Iceland. No, no, no. I don't oh. care just, about no volcanoes. Well, you're going out across Iceland. I think it's something soothing well, about I mean, it. Have you sent them some like a more radio jingle to go with it? No. So you know it's on brand and things. <laughs> no, I haven't. It's I've got this. Brand. Is what I've sent for you, Lou, and this is genuine here. Okay. Uh, this is what you sent me, Lou. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Lou. Does this sound anything like a human being? Well, I, I just said, you know, let out a, a scream of frustration. Jack? <laughs> so that sounds like when I open up my uh, online statement. That's <laughs> more of an angry moan, I'd yeah. say. So that's what's going out across Iceland. Well, what have you got, fun. then? Hmm? What have you done, then? Oh, I've, I've sent mine off. No, don't give it none of that. Come because on. you said you you'd submitted us all, and all means three. I don't think I've got mine. Yes, you yes, have. Yes, you have. And you either play it or I'll come in there. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Of course. Uh, we'll get some news headlines <laughs> next. Uh, yeah. 
Such a show off. That's all on the way. Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. The best bits. You know the Eat Out to Help Out scheme, which is starting uh, this weekend throughout August, where you can go you can go and eat out Monday to Wednesday, and you get like half of your bill back, don't you, up yeah. to a tenner. People have worked out that if you go to like Costa, because coffee shops are involved with this as well, you can get a coffee for 32p. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know it was uh, on drink. I thought it was just on food. It's not alcoholic drinks. 32p. Yeah, but yeah. what coffee is it? That's a small filter coffee. Right, so that's a regular one. It's yeah. not like a hot stock, a stock of mocha rocker no. like a docker with a mocha. <laughs> no, if you want something a little frothier, yeah. uh, how about a flat white? Mm. Used to be 270 now it's just £1.6. Yeah, but okay. what about, as, as Tom says, if we want a mocha chocker, doc, doc, mocha doc, soccer docker. Lactose intolerant and wong song. Skinny. With coconut milk. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah. They're still going to be £18. <laughs> yeah, £18.50. <laughs> and you can have a, a brownie for nine quid. No, no, no. The brownies are down to 99 pence. Oh, Millionaire shortbread, 86, and a croissant just 59p. Oh, <laughs> croissants are good. Especially when it's washed down with a mocha chocker, doc, doc, mocha doc, soccer doc. <laughs> With with otter milk. (laughs) (laughs) Milk from an otter's nipples. Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. Uh, We've already talked about it once this morning. Uh, We need to talk about cricket again. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I'm suddenly (laughs) interested. Uh, I'm not a fan of cricket. Uh, Neither is Lou. Uh, I don't think you are anyway, Lou, are you? Am I no, just casting really dispersions? Sports, no, especially. Uh, Tom is a big cricket fan and uh, he's a cricket player. He- one hell of a player. Well, I don't <laughs> know. I remember when you got bowled out by a 10 year old a little while ago. She was quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, cricket is coming back. Village cricket uh, can be played again, which no doubt you will know, Tom, because who do you play for? The Mighty Barkham. The second team, I don't. You play for the reserves. Come on, come on. No, not the reserves. We call it the backup team. <laughs> the, the reserves. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, cricket is coming back, uh, but there's a few, obviously, because of COVID, some different guidelines, Tommy. So, right. uh, for instance, now, when you play cricket, I don't know if you know this already, uh, you've got to arrive at your destination, your pitch, mm. already changed and ready to begin the warm-up. So you've got to arrive in your cricket oh, outfit. So we don't go into the changing room with the lads? No changing no, room bants? No, no bants? Do you get bants in oh, cricket? Lou, you should witness it. <laughs> the, the, imagine the cricket banter, Lou. You know what I mean, those sandwiches at lunch were amazing, <laughs> weren't they? Uh, and I like the fact too, it says, Lou, that they've got to begin the warm-up. Why do you have to warm up if you're playing cricket? You don't do anything. You're wearing knitwear, for goodness <laughs> sake. Uh, where possible, players should limit sharing of their equipment. Sure. Oh, right. Oh, well, I have to buy some of my own now. Then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can't you can't borrow like Tim's protective box. Yeah, we share box. Yeah, we share everything. Don't what? We? Yeah, you know, men. We wear a box down there mm. to protect the balls from the balls. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, you, you share that. Does that not get a bit stinky? Yeah, boys, isn't it? Uh, there's going to be a hygiene break. Uh, this takes place every six overs or every twenty minutes. Uh, whichever is sooner, uh, in which the the ball has to be cleaned with an antibacterial wipe. Yeah, no spitting on balls. You're not allowed to do you that. S- why do you spit on balls? You've got to shine them up. Get the swing, Lou. You spit on the balls With and then you spit? rub it on your trousers and then you, and then it swings. in the. Yeah. You cricketers are more gross than I thought. <laughs> yeah. And also, and this is why I love cricket, you have to bring your own tea. Oh, <laughs> what? So I'm you got doing to, that. You've got to go. When you turn up, you've got to have a packed lunch in your little, I don't know, your little asterisk lunchbox. <laughs> 
What's the world coming to? I'm not taking my own tea. You'll be fine. You bring a little thermos in here yeah. every morning. What have you got today, Tim? I've got a ham sandwich and I've got a pepper army. <laughs> Who is this Tim? <laughs> it's just a cricketer's name, isn't it? My, most cricketers are called Tim. No, my boys are Jono, Bobbo, Kerosene, Lardo. Kerosene! <laughs> <laughs> Tom, Lou and Jack. The best bits. Even more Radio Breakfast. Mid-Sussex police revealed over the weekend they had a series of hoax calls, including somebody who said there was a, a pizza abandoned in the road in Haywards Heath. Yeah, don't waste the police's time, do you know what I mean? They've got people like me to catch. <laughs> <laughs> Since then, Horsham police have also said over the weekend they were called out to a, a, a reports that a large predator was on the loose. Right. They got to this park, uh, Stenning, 3am. Oh, yeah, 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 I saw this. It was a massive soft toy panther. It did look pretty real, though. It did. Made the, the national, made the national press and everything. That it was a panther sat on a bench. Well, that's a bit more forgivable, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, you yeah. would think that could be a panther. Yeah. But you know a, I mean? don't leave pizzas lying around, and b, don't leave panthers lying around. Yeah, but what <laughs> if you had to choose one to leave? What are you going to leave? A panther or a pizza? I can't believe anybody would just leave a pizza on the road like that. What's the matter with well, these if savages? It's, if it's Hawaiian and those devilish pineapples oh, on it, come on, missing the point, guys. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with a Hawaiian, and these, yeah. you know, these Hawaiian pizza snobs. Frankly, they bother me. Okay. Because if you want something different, a Hawaiian is nice. Uh, here's Lou Nash with the official more radio statement on this story. Don't waste police time. But what about your Hawaiians? Pizza. Lou, you put your, your, your Hawaiian pineapple on a pizza, yes or no? It's not the issue. Here's Sam Fisher on more. <laughs> no. Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. The best bits. Climate change we're reading today could wipe out polar bears within 80 years. God, really? As melting sea ice forces them to um, to land, to swim and, and find new habitats and is forcing them away from their natural hunting grounds, this study's warning. So, uh, look, there's a big issue there. We could be here all day talking about this. But what environmental scientists are considering is moving uh, a bunch of polar bears, maybe two dozen, to the Scottish Highlands, where there's plenty of food there. They get the numbers back up, um, get the little pups out, feed them, get them healthy, and then move them back to the ice caps. Right. Well, hang on a minute. So, uh, yes, I know what you're about to say. We talked last week about they're releasing buffaloes in Kent. Mm. What's going on? I mean, these animals need a certain habitat, don't they? You can't just... Move some polar bears to Glasgow. Yeah, but Scotland's pretty chilly, and if if, if the scientists say that it will work, I think I've got to do something, haven't we? The, the issue is, of course, is that um, we are connected to the Scotch, <laughs> Scottish Highlands. They could walk down the M6. I don't, I don't know if they've thought well, of that. Well, I don't know if they could walk down the M6. I don't know. For a start, to get onto a motorway can be, <clears throat> it can be quite sort of tricky at times. You know what I mean? If you're coming off a busy roundabout. I don't know if polar bears understand the whole mirror signal manoeuvre thing. I don't know <laughs> if they know to hold out their paw when they're going into another lane. Okay. You know what I mean? It could cause... Do they understand about sort of smart motorways and the fact that you can't stop in the hard shoulder unless it's an emergency? <laughs> There's all sorts of... You can't have a polar bear walking in the services at Toddington and ordering a Costa coffee. So are you saying you're okay with this if we give them driving lessons? I'm saying we're yeah. okay with this. If the polar bears understand that the roads can be a dangerous place. Do you know what I mean? I don't believe polar bears have bu- uh, backpacks with that little red triangle in okay. it. Let's summarise. The concern we have here at More Radio about polar bears coming to this fair island is A, their highway code knowledge. Yes. Yep. And B, we, which is a topic we haven't covered yet, 
the eating of people. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly that. I don't want to be sat down in a Burger King at some services enjoying a Whopper meal with my friends while a nine-foot polar bear comes in and orders a chicken royale. Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. Right, we need to talk about this massive, great theme park that apparently the UK is getting. It's going to be the UK's answer to Disneyland. You mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, Jack, and I hadn't even heard it, it was existing. It was happening. It was being built um, in Kent. It won't be... I love... I love the British uh, positive mindset. It will not be anything like as good as Disney. <laughs> well, it might be like Euro Disney. <laughs> well, let's th- we do know that it's going to be massive and there's going to be loads of rides and it's going to be the nearest thing to it for us in the UK. Yeah, it's we'll got take four what we can hotels. Get. It's, in, it's in Dartford. <laughs> what can you tell us about okay, it, well, But this is the thing. It actually turns out nothing to do with Disney whatsoever. Okay. Um, and in fact, what they're looking at for the rides, for the kind of theming... They're going to base it on British telly. So stuff <laughs> off the BBC and ITV. Oh, that's good, like, isn't it? Like Disney do Star Wars rides. Exactly. And Harry the, Potter and, you yeah. know, whatever, Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting, well, I think Killing Eve. Oh, please, can we go do the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire ride? It's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that. I mean, I don't mean to Killing Eve is re- a good one. repeat myself, but it's not going to be as good. Disneyland have got Star Wars, right? Frozen, Toy Story, Cars. We've got homes under the hammer, <laughs> doctors, yeah, right? we... pointless, yeah, and the ten o'clock news. Yeah, but homes <laughs> under the hammer—that could be quite literal. Yes, I agree with you, Lou. And, and you have to dodge the hammers or something. That sounds and, quite scary. Uh, and you said the Killing Eve ride. Yeah. I think that's got great potential. No, Jack, you've just picked the worst of the worst there. I haven't. Ten o'clock news. I think front row on the Antiques Roadshow roller coaster is going to keep me <laughs> kicking. You go to Disneyland, you can get on a. A Star Wars space cruiser and imagine that you're Luke Skywalker. Yeah. You go to this place in Kent, you can get in a three-wheel van and pretend that you're Del Boy. (laughs) Tom, Lou and Jack. The best bits. Let's talk monkeys. Let's talk monkeys. I don't know if you've seen the story uh, over the last 24 hours. Um, It's been quite incredible, actually. So this is up at a, a safari park. Up in Merseyside, up north, and I don't know. I'm laughing because it's actually very serious. It's an amazing story, though. Have you heard? Do you know where this is going, Lou? I've, I've not got a clue. This is quite extraordinary. So the uh, the keepers at the safari park believe that. Well, they they know for a fact that the pack of baboons, and we're talking thirty here, right, are now armed with knives, what? Uh, screwdrivers, and other tools such as this. How? Um, well, they don't know how. They think either that the baboons have raided a maintenance truck or that people going through the drive-through safari bit trying to trying to be just it's very sort of trying to be funny and and throwing screwdrivers out the window and and, and giving them these tools but of course the baboons they can't get them back because they're so good at hiding them and they're so quick no no, they've got a chainsaw they've got a chainsaw as well i know is there anything more frightening than a baboon with a chainsaw (laughs) i don't know if there is you know uh, sorry? You with a chainsaw? Well, yeah, but I, I know it. I mean, let, I mean, I haven't got a chainsaw. I've got hedge trimmers. You've and got I'm quite coordination, to be fair. Baboon with a chainsaw sitting on the bonnet of your car. Oh, they might hurt each other. I mean, if they're using the screwdriver 
to undo the bolts of the windscreen wipers. <laughs> I mean, these thing, these animals are clever. They're taking off number plates and everything, <laughs> putting them up on eBay. Yeah. They're going to be starting a garage soon. You go for a quick MOT on <laughs> the way round. Have you ever been to like a, a drive-through safari park, Lou? No. Oh, you got to do it. I know you have, Tom. But when you go there, does part of you want the monkeys to wreck your car a little bit? They ripped off our number plate at Longleat. Really? Yeah, they took it off. And so we had to go to the nearest Halfords. <laughs> and I went into the nearest Halfords and the guy saw us pull up out out the window and the f- I didn't even need to say anything as I walked in the front door at Halfords you went Longley and I went yeah <laughs> even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack the best bits if you're thinking about moving home anytime soon uh, there's uh, an, an offer here for you this is Ireland's most notorious haunted mansion everything about it is just scary it's called Loftus Hall uh, it's a gothic manor with 22 bedrooms sitting on the Hook Peninsula in Wexford County. Oh, it sounds I mean, lovely. It's great, isn't it? This is great. It's up for £2 million and you get the spirits for free. It's properly haunted. Hundreds of spirits there. They get around seventy to 80,000 people visiting each year because it is so haunted. Um, I'm going to tell you the tale as to, as to why it's such a haunted mansion. Are you ready for this? This is yes, great. Okay. Yes, yes. The tale goes that during a storm at sea, a dark stranger approached the hall on horseback after his ship was damaged. He was invited in for shelter and spent a few days with the Tottenham family. Tottenham? Yes, mate. Yeah, go on your spurs. <laughs> go on your spurs, yeah. Come yeah, in, yeah. not wearing red, though. When the family were playing cards one night with the stranger, uh, the daughter accidentally dropped one on, a card on the floor, and when she bent down to pick it up, she noticed that the stranger had hooves instead of feet. What? And then when she looked back up, and he realised that he'd been rumbled, uh, he shot through the roof in a ball of flames. What a say? How have they not spotted that he had hooves yeah. up until well, that point? Well, why was he on a yeah. horse if he's got his own hooves? Yes, and also, <laughs> Excellent point. And also, if he'd been on a ship that had sunk, how did the horse get on the land? Yes. Well, the horses can go on ships. But, yeah, but the ship was sunk. I can hoof men swim. Hoofman. Yeah, did he, hoof have, did he have hoof-shaped <laughs> flippers on yeah. board to put yeah. on his cloven feet? This Listen, doesn't make sense, Tom. Can I... Just be sensitive, okay? We, we we have a lot of listeners to this show and some of them might have hooves. So. <laughs> <laughs> Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. It's funny when you wake up in the morning, isn't it? You look in the mirror and uh, and you look all puffy and your oh, squash yeah. face. It's funny that, isn't it? Now, I often think, oh, I'm getting on. I need, I need to do some work here. <laughs> Cosmetic surgery has boomed after self-conscious workers stare at themselves on Zoom. So listen, I thought that this morning. I looked at my wrinkly face thinking I might get a little bit of a uh, Botox what here. You th- Botox so you're thinking Botox, I don't you? know. But cosmetic surgery is on the up because we're all getting paranoid a bit. If, if you had to have something done, if the opportunity arose and they said, look, you can have this done for free, you've got to have it done. What would you choose to have done? Tom, you've got to have something done with your nose in you, really. <laughs> Jack! What? What? What's what? wrong with my nose? It's just quite big, isn't it, and pointy. I think it's Luke. You see, s- I'd go for his lips. They're a bit feeble, aren't they? Guys. I've got nice lips, haven't I, Lou? Yours are beautiful, yeah. Thanks, darling. Luscious. I'd get one of those six packs put on. So, you know what <laughs> yes. I mean? No matter how fat your belly is, you've still got a six yeah. pack. Yeah. What, what would you have done, Lou? What do you think? What do I. Oh, don't ask me that. I mean, what do you do? You know what I mean? It's a, Where do you start? It's quite a lot there, isn't there, Tommy? You know what I mean? <laughs> would you have, like, uh, like, laser hair removal? No. Oh. Okay. Get my bunions sorted, actually. Yeah. But, oh, oh behave, will you? That is horrible, that. I'd have the back fat thing done. You know that fat that sits on your back? <laughs> your love handles. I'd have them sucked away. 
Don't do that. We're all beautiful in our own way. With we our are. Own food. We're oh, not. Not this morning. We all look minging. I will get the warts removed, though. Oh, <laughs> where are they? Don't ask where. Tom, Lou and Jack. Jack, we know you're a bit in love with KFC. No, I'm not. I mean, I'll have one twice a year. I wouldn't say I'm in love with it. That oh. said, no, you, know, you misunderstand. I'm in love with the gravy and the skin. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about the hot wings? Yeah, yeah, hot wings are my kind of... I like it hot, Bubba. I like it hot. Tell See, me more. See, I knew you'd like this. Okay. How how do you like the idea of being able to lick your lips whenever you fancy it and just taste a little bit of hot wings? Well, I mean, I do like that spicy, skinny, wingy flavour. Well, they've uh, released... A KFC lipstick. Oh, well, Tom's more into that sort of thing than I am. I mean, out of the two of us, I'm sure if you ask the listeners who's more likely to use a lip balm, it would be Tom. Lipstick, it's red. Yeah, I'm very much a balm user, but not a lipstick. It's red. It's red. Oh, well, I won't just dismiss it. (laughs) It's got got to match the KFC branding. Is there any kind of gravy lipstick flavour? You know what the brown shade might be? I will find out. Uh, But Bucket Red number 11 tastes of the the hot wings. Well, Tom, so when we kiss, it's like you bought the chicken and I bought the gravy. (laughs) Search More Radio Breakfast in your podcast app or listen at moreradio.online. More Radio